You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Cosmos After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Cosmos After Show. And those beautiful sounds can only mean one thing. Welcome to the Cosmos <laughs> After Show. Actually, that is the wonderful score composed by Mr. Alan Silvestri. I'm so glad that we could open with it. We did have other songs we were thinking about opening with, and maybe we'll save them for next week. Dylan... Sorry, I just had to, I had to go okay. with the real deal. No, no, no. This is beautiful. I love it. Is. It's soothing. And since we're opening with the show, I don't know if you guys have caught this. When you see the title for Cosmos, it stops for a second with the C and the S as a tribute to Carl Sagan. Mm. I didn't know that. I, I just, did not notice that. I, I just picked that up this week. Ah. So, Hello, everyone. I'm JC. And sorry, we're having a conversation. Hey, and <laughs> let's introduce the rest of our hosts, starting with the lovely man to my left. Hey, guys. I'm Scott Moore. And hello, everyone. My name is Dylan Chance. Dylan, thank you for coming back. We, All right. We, we convinced you to come back. Yes. How awesome this is. And a big thank you to the fans. Actually, you guys are really gravitating mm-hmm. to the show. And we welcome all your you know, all your comments, your questions, and the fact that you, you're making science cool. One of the top shows on AfterBuzz. Thank you, guys. And you yeah. just said gravitating, too. Wow. Ooh, you I see you what you science, did there. too. Very Look at well. that. Look nice. That. I love science. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, no show would be complete without... Lady Stats herself, Miss Marissa Serafini. What's Welcome going? back, guys. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Hey, everyone course. at home, this is Marissa's house. Yeah, just that's so right. you know. <laughs> right. I, I rule this place. You do. You are <laughs> celestial <worry>. queen. <laughs> All right. So, well, thoughts? Oh, I mean, tonight, what... We do not endorse um, any type of illicit drugs or anything like that, but after tonight's episode, I felt like I needed to have glaucoma so I could get my green card and get some well, marijuana. Hey, and, unless you live in Washington State or Colorado. Yeah, it's perfectly no, but, legal there. But if we have, I have glaucoma, I, uh, yeah, I know. I'm saying if you live in Washington purposes. State or, or Colorado, you can. Because ha- hashtag mind was blown from tonight. Right. Oh. I mean, thoughts of uh, Can we even. We literally just finished watching it, about, what, 10 minutes ago? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, and people, I, I know a lot of our YouTubers and iTunes people, we get a lot of great comments, but some people are like, oh, you guys missed, you guys, you guys missed this, you guys missed that. It, to digest this and in 10 minutes just blurt out basically what Dr. Tyson said in one hour is it, quite a task. It is. Tough. I and, mean, we have an in note of black holes and black holes and black holes and black holes. Oh, come on. Yeah. I, yeah, my mind is fried right now. Give me a minute to catch up. But actually, you know what? I think tonight could be a great episode because, in a way, and when, when we get to that part of the show, it, I think we could speculate quite a bit because he said it himself. We do not know what's right. on the other side of a black right. hole. Exactly. So we'll get into that a little Crazy. bit later. And plus, we got news, and we've, I mean, we might even recommend a movie or two. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Lots oh yeah, stuff. the recap. Ooh. And first off, I gotta say. Great shot. It reminded me a little Star Wars-esque as we're ripping through space. Mm-hmm. You know, not a, not a hyperdrive or anything like that, but it was just great seeing that. And, of course, 
you hear him open with come with me have you noticed that that's kind of like his catchphrase now. it is come with me and we start off with the astronomer mr william herschel yes which was voiced i don't know who you caught you, you yeah. caught, did you oh, catch yeah. it oh, okay yeah. by mr patrick stewart mm-hmm. i love it when he voices things i do too yeah, it wonderful. Took, it took me a second. I was like, okay, it was you know, at first because I missed the relationship. I thought it was his nephew, but luckily I found when he later on said it was his son. Yeah. And how beautiful it was the parable to explain the sky full of ghosts. I love that. Yeah. So any thoughts? Oh, and I also want to say quickly the kudos once again to the animation, which was by Miss Caravallo, who mm-hmm. we had in studio actually here about two weeks ago. On a, what, what show is that, Marissa? Is it a showrunner? It, it was our um, Spotlight, Spotlight On series. Right. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. definitely check it out, fans, because she does talk about Cosmos a mm-hmm. little bit, and she breaks it down with our lovely Steph Z, and it's just in our video catalog, so check it out. Yeah. So any any explanation, you know, were you guys blown away yet, or did we have to? Well, I, I mean, I, I actually thought it was interesting, you know, even now thinking about it, that for someone back in, what was that, 1802? Yes early 1800s was able to figure out that you know the light from the stars was reaching us so long after the fact that these stars were no longer in existence Mm -hmm. because for most of us we're just looking around at our day-to-day lives and everything you just think oh they're just stars up in the sky you wouldn't even think about the distance that they came to get for that light to reach us Mm -hmm. to think that those stars didn't even exist anymore so i do love the fact that one that that he was able to figure that out when he did and two, just the way he described it, you know, a sky full of ghosts. I thought that was a really neat reference point because it's true. You look up at those stars, you're like, they could be long, long gone from now. Right. And, and when we're seeing it now from when that light actually made it here. And just all the contributions that Mr. Herschel with his and his son. And his son. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'd written it in my notes. He actually, his sister t- was a big part in astronomy as well. Yeah, I had some written down that time. Did too. you? Down, uh, I don't know where it's at, but it's let me, <laughs> let, me, let me find my notes. I have, we've got <laughs> notes know, everywhere. Notes on everywhere this. here. But I, oh, here, while you're looking, I can uh, saw something else I read about him. You know, he's famous. They didn't talk about it in the show, but he's, you know, one of the major things that he's famous for is uh, the discovery of the planet uh, Uranus. He discovered that planet um, along with two of its moons, Titania and Oberon. Mm. So. That's, um, you know, one of the more major things besides mm-hmm. this light coming from stars. He's known for uh, the, those discoveries. It happened, I think, when he was studying Saturn. He uh, discovered, like, oh, wait, there's something else out there mm-hmm. moving around pretty good. What is that? And, you know, that's how he found that planet. Yeah, I, it's, I guess it's the whole Herschel family. Because, um, right. yeah, the parts that I got, because I did a little research on him as well, he, uh, he's a, he was a musician. Yeah. So, see musicians hey it's still cool to be a rock star and you can still like <laughs> yeah. you know solve mysteries of the well, universe I think so. it's part of the you know in a lot of ways science is a very creative field so i think it transcends like we're inventing and it's very creative to have to figure out discoveries and and so yeah there's there's definitely a correlation there due to the speculative nature which right. some must have with the wonder of science yeah and, and you've got to have a creative nature to you to be able to explore those those ideas and see what's out there and okay. And this is what I found out about his sister. His sister was the first person to discover a comet, the first woman to ever discover a comet. Yeah. And she found a total of eight in her lifetime. And she's actually the first woman to receive a paid science position and receive the honorary membership into the Royal Society. That's awesome. I mean, it's really, it's it's just fascinating. It's a family affair. It is, exactly. But, you know, once again, and that's interwoven throughout the whole episode, Mm -hmm. just the relationship between... uh, between his you know, father and son and what he passed on. But what I was more shocked about was what came thereafter. 
the measurements. I know we've known them right. since fourth grade and yes. whatnot, but it's still mind boggling. Yes, mm-hmm. you know about how far you know what is it a light year is, and you know one second is equal to one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. right? something like that? Yeah. And then yeah, because one light year is six trillion miles. Yes, six trillion miles. I mean trillion. It's just. You can't, you can't even think of that. <laughs> It'd be nice to go that fast. <laughs> yeah, no, and, um, and, and, and interesting how the fact that he talked about about the moon. Yeah. Yeah, one light second away. Yep. And and, you, and Dylan and I were talking about it, that, but does that mean we're in the future from the moon? And you're like, no, JC, that means the <laughs> it's the same We're way. seeing it in the past. If you're on the moon, <laughs> second. you're looking at Earth, and it's one, one second, in the, second in the past. No matter what. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah I told you. It works both ways. Light bouncing away. <laughs> Not a scientist, yeah. folks, but just this show. We're super fans of it, super fans of TV, and this show is just taking taking me in a whole different Yeah, area, it's so. uh, that and that, you know, it takes the sun eight minutes for its light to reach us, and, and that was really interesting, too, to how we talked about it, which is true with the horizon, mm-hmm. making the sun... It's basically an optical illusion yeah. when it's over the horizon. When it's over the horizon. Yeah. It's not even actually there. Right. And I think that's a really kind of crazy thought, too. I remember we were talking, I brought up that little fun trivia fact about the sunlight. Even though when it gets to us, it's eight minutes old. Mm-hmm. That's when it left the surface of the sun. Mm-hmm. But the light that is formed from the sun is actually formed in the core and bounces around inside off of all the atoms and works its way out. And it takes upwards to ten to one hundred thousand years to get mm. out to then shoot into space to come to Earth. Yeah. So we think, oh, it's eight minutes to get here, but it's actually ten to one hundred thousand right. years old. Eight minutes that it, when it left the sun, but it took, like you said, ten to one hundred thousand years for it to even just so exit some, the sun. Some some light that's hitting us was formed when like woolly mammoths were walking around. Mm-hmm. That's wow. fun to think about. Yeah. It, it just, I think it just keeps. There's a few points that this series has done throughout the the whole season so far it's how insignificant yet significant we are mm-hmm. and once again the little digs at establish at religion yes mm-hmm. and they yes, did it creationism again. they did yes. this time i thought it was a fairly major dig today really i did because it was quite obvious because of the way the comment was about you know this the light being able to travel that travel far. that far and and if what he was saying, if if it had, if the universe had formed as quickly and as relatively recent as it had, then you know what was it with the sun? All those light would it, never it, be around. Yeah, it was sixty five hundred years, right? Sixty five hundred yeah. light years for the Crab Nebula, yes, yes. to re- reach us. So then, in essence, and according to uh, I guess creationists, mm-hmm. that it's been around for six thousand years. Mm-hmm. So then something's got to get right. How do we so see the that math light. doesn't add up? Right. Right. So I'm sure that you're going to we'll be hearing a lot more about that controversy in mm-hmm. this sure. week to come because once again they they want their equal time and mm-hmm. oh I did hear about that. Yes, every week you hear and I think it's fine. But you do you ever see it on the other way around? No. Right. Is is um are is scientists Dr. Saying, well, Tyson going into their churches and getting free time there? No. Right. So why? They've had their free time. They've had their free time for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is only fair to. And we're not advocating either or. We're just no. presenting in the we're context presenting... of this show. Right. right. You know. But I is... thought today's episode was the sort of the biggest dig yet at that. Little jab. At the, yes, oh. because it really was by saying he was basically pretty blunt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. saying, you know, well, if it was as recent as everyone said, then there's no way that light then we the couldn't even see that 6,500 light years away. And then went on to talk about. These other things that were what the the furthest uh, light is like thirteen point four 
billion light years billion away. Billion with a B. Away. Was that with the, the oldest with galaxy, right? Yeah, yeah, at the edge of what we know of the universe. Mm-hmm. And I got that one wrong. I tweeted them, and Dylan saw that. I, I tried to tweet them <laughs> with the name of the right galaxy, and I was wrong. I was so mad about that. And they tweeted back, good guess. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice anyway, try. Anyway, with all the editorializing, I forgot to mention, hello, guys. You're watching us live on AfterBuzzTV.com. Hello. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, make sure to go to iTunes, YouTube. Right. Like I said, send us your comments. Send us what you think. Do we need a girl in the panel? We got Marissa way back on. She's way on Studio X. And, you know, we, <laughs> and the far reaches of the universe. Would you like to see <laughs> a, after buzz. Yes, a lady? I try. Yeah, we need you over here, Marissa. Can you be at both places at the same time? You get like go-go maybe. gadget arms. Put and, that like, on maybe. autopilot. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah. Or is that like kind of string theory? or? Uh, <laughs> string theory. I, th- I think we'll, we'll be delving into that soon. You know? <laughs> I, I think we are. So. We're pr- we'll be proving that. To be true. <laughs> so, oh, so that's the that's the episode where my glaucoma really needs to act up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything else before we move on to gravity? Oh, I had some other. Uh, yes. D- sorry, Dylan. You, you, Dylan you, if you're not watching at home, he literally brought like a, a notebook <laughs> of did. notes. I had uh, some other things for Herschel, uh, and this is funny because I actually. Uh, Stud- like not studied, but like looked up these facts on my own weeks ago, and I had no idea that they were going to be on this show. But he discovered uh, Enceladus and Mimas, which are both moons of Saturn. What's a fun fact about Enceladus is that it's one of the most reflective um, objects in our solar system because of all the fresh ice that is on the planet from the rings of Saturn. At first, when you said that, I thought it was like a Chris Nolan movie or something you're talking about there. Oh, Interstellar? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Yes. November 7th. I'm, I've counted the days. I already bought my tickets. <laughs> Did you? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it's welcome to the one up portion. I was like, wow, I know, right? I was like, wow. Scott, get in here. <laughs> I've already seen the movie. Wow. You went through the black hole. Yeah, I did. He traveled through time. I did to see it, and then I came back to report about it. Talk about Interstellar. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't wait till we get to the black hole part of the show. Uh, so, I, okay, let's can't either because let's keep going then. All right. Well, no, I was gonna say there was one other interesting Uh-oh. thing that I liked about Voyager because you know I'm the big yes. JPL nerd that goes there every year and watches the little bulletin board where it shows you exactly how long and how far it's got traveled and since it started. And uh, they said it goes at fifty six thousand miles an hour, which is way faster than I even thought it did, and that it still would take eighty thousand years for it to get to the next closest star. At that speed. Oh, the Voyager? Yes. Yeah. 80,000 years. Okay, so my I mean, again, the vastness of the universe. Not bad. You're bringing up something great here. No, so how are we going to get anywhere significant through space? How are we going to get, you know, what do we have to do? I mean, this is, mm. this is mm. a very speculative near episode. speed of light. Near speed of light. <laughs> but you can't, you can't. Even then, it would still take forever. Yeah. It would, it would, it would. So Black hole, near um, speed of light. Well, well, how do we get there? And that's what I've been, I've said it for a few episodes. What about the speed of thought? Hmm. And this is something that, uh. I think you're going into quantum mechanics mm-hmm. now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I love, I love where you're okay. like, okay. I'm an episode <laughs> ahead. I'm sorry. No, because just how do we get there? I mean, how are we really. The universe is supposedly. Infinite. Suspended animation. That's how we get there. Suspended animation. You know, have you seen the movies? They always come out of those sleepy mm-hmm. chamber pods where they've oh we've been frozen for, for like a billion years yeah exactly yeah. I feel like that's the only way right you'd have okay. to be you'd have to do something and but, by the time we by the time 
the people on the ship even got there, I mean, 80,000, 100,000 years later, Earth would be, whew, who knows? Right. right. So. Well, and, and so that, maybe that's a question for after buzzers watching us right. or listening to us. How are we going to get into the deepest reaches of space? Let us know. Thoughts. How, how are we going to get there? What travel is, is it through thought, through something yet to be invented, which I'm sure it is. But, I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah. The yeah. Uh, engine from Star Trek. Right. I like where your head's at. <laughs> it bends space it and bends time. It space and time, yeah. That's what we need. It's like well, a wormhole. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's sort of like you have yeah. to do the speed of light and go through yeah. black hole. You can go through a wormhole. Or yeah. black hole. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's move on to <laughs> gravity. Oh, wait. One more thing. Yeah. Remember that? how I mentioned uh, Enceladus and Mimas? Yes. If you get a chance, go look up Mimas. It's pretty cool. It's a moon of Saturn. It looks like the Death Star. Funny thing is, they discovered it... Uh, they made the Death Star before they discovered the moon. So it wasn't like a, oh, they, you know, copied it or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just, it just happened like that. I'm going to look it up. All right, it's absolutely. cool looking. It looks like the Death Star. Now, do you have that on your, is it on your Facebook page? It is. What is it? It is, okay. Which, yes, let everyone know the Facebook oh, uh, page again. Uh, Facebook.com slash A Cosmic Perspective. Nice. I post all kinds of fun things like that. Okay, cool. So, Very cool. So now, this is where I got lost a little bit when we got into gravity, when it passed down. So it went from Newton, then to... Not, uh, oh, yeah, Herschel. to... Uh, okay, because Newton Michael was... Michael Faraday. Yeah, and Faraday. Right. But what about Herschel? Let's see, because Newton was... His theory was about planets and their orbits, mm-hmm. right? Now, and Herschel was in its relation to us, how gravity governed us. That's that's where I got lost. Yeah. Yes. Gravity governed us and then the um he's the one that said you know gravity's not just an earth thing it's in space too it's all the stars are governed right. by everything everything is governed, is governed by, by gravity gravity okay. which is fascinating to me too about that you know just the the, the fact that the whole universe basically there are these rules mm-hmm. and everything follows these rules be it the speed of light be it the gravity these basic tenets that govern the entire universe, which I find pretty fascinating, you know. Unless we hit a black hole, right? Unless we hit the black hole, and then the, the only laws thing. of physics break right. down. Yes. So uh, I have a hard time with it. Okay, you guys are the science guys. I'm just, you know, I'm usually talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my, my my question is, is that? Oh, look, Marissa. Po- Ooh, there it is. Ooh, See, great looks shot. Like the Death Star. Yeah. That is. A, Wow. Isn't that neat? Thanks, Marissa. Yeah. Thanks, Marissa. Okay, my question. I got got so lost in this. Okay. If there are certain laws, these are undeniable truths, unless we get into a black hole where the physics just completely go askew, who is to say then arguing the creationist point of view where Dr. Tyson said we don't know what happened before the Big Bang? So doesn't that give it a possibility for intelligent design? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say yes. I, it just wouldn't be in the time frame that the creationism proponents go for. It okay, would, it'd be a much larger, wider time frame. Okay, so that would be with um, Giordano Bruno, what he believed that mm-hmm. the God was the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You guys are getting. Have you seen the pictures of? Um, they mapped out the early universe and it looks like a brain it looks like yes yeah brain cells it's so, pretty cool well so, that's what's so neat too about everything like even with the cosmos opening when you think about how 
like I've talked about too, like the way, because I'm a big weather nerd, the way that, you know, galaxies look like hurricanes and, you know, the way how everything kind of looks similar throughout space. And sometimes you see the things in the stars and, and it looks like, you know, the, the, the iris here on the opening of Cosmos. I mean, that kind of stuff to me is fascinating and that's where I feel like everything is connected. Yeah, but yeah, we don't know what happened at the beginning of the universe. So who is to say there is or isn't uh, an intelligent design behind it? Do you have your uh, glaucoma medicine? <laughs> we're getting there. Don't worry. It's, it, by the end of the episode, we're going to be getting into Joe Rogan DMT territory. <laughs> so, but before that, I'm trying. Anything else? Of um, I'm trying to think of when we. Well, we go to we go to Einstein. Yeah. Right. When he was in Italy, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to remember. I, I get I get so lost in this portion where it's principles of relativity, and there must be a cosmic speed of light and. I'm lost here. Yeah, that was like the, the, uh, the cosmic speed limit. Yeah, the cosmic speed, the speed limit. Of light. Okay, like okay, that's my. Okay. I like that term. I do too. Is what's quicker, light, light or thought? Oh well. <laughs> it's a question forever. I mean, that's that's because I'm trying to see what Einstein sees and what's beyond. Right. Like Dr. Tyson said, who's the next Einstein? Yeah. Right. Well, my question is too is that Not I don't know me. if you guys would if you got this, but. I still don't understand, and I and I, you know, I'm more on the weather and the science end of things. But why is it that we that no object can go the speed of light? Like, what is the why can it? Because you know, he was saying that, and I've heard that before in science and, and right. classes. But I really, and that's something I, I know. I looked it up before, can, but can I don't want to. I don't want to try and guess and get yeah, it wrong. maybe people and, out there know because I've been fascinated by that too. And he brought it up again, and I was wondering if he was going to about the fact that no objects can actually attain the speed of light. And it's only they can get real close to it, but they can't actually. Yeah, ninety nine point nine. And and I've heard that before, and I've always been fascinated to learn a little bit more as to why that is, and why is that the end all be all? Like you're saying, if is is the you know speed of thought quicker? Like why is the speed of light the end all be all? Can I give you guys maybe a video to go look at? Maybe it's I I saw it today actually. Yeah. Okay. And it was I I'm gonna butcher his name because I just this tells you I'm new to this. Yeah. Uh, it's Michu Kaku. Oh, yeah. The theoretical yeah. physicist. He's yeah. awesome. And he's talking about they've developed things with the brain where it slows time down. And they're starting to use it. They see a possibility of it. Let's say if you send someone to prison and you can send them for it. You can slow down their time so much so that it feels like they can go to prison for one day. But yeah. in their mind, they'll, they'll feel like they've been there for eight years. Oh, it's like oh when I'm at God. work. Yes. <laughs> but what I'm saying yes, is... Yes, one day, one hour. <laughs> but by that same token, by them slowing that stuff down, could they also speed it up? Yeah. I mean, play with it. So play with the laws of physics so that we could somehow tweak our traveling, you know, right. where we could travel beyond. I'm still stuck on the... No, but that's why I think that's so... It, that's what's, you know, we're, as we're getting in the black hole and stuff, that, that kind of stuff is so fascinating to me. They, they've said... Um, that goes into the same territory where they talk about how, like, if, you, if you're twins and one stays on Earth and one goes into space, mm-hmm. one will actually age faster, faster than the other, the other one, one because the aging process and time is just different yeah. because of the time. space. And, and, and gravity also and gravity plays a helps, role into yeah, your aging. the whole aging process and everything, too. I, I, I Again, I find all that interesting. And, and it's weird because I've somehow envisioned that I could just imagine it seems like time travel would be so easy if you were able to unlock it. No, it does. Like, to me in my head, I'm like, oh, just be like going on a, on a plane. You know, like, right. it would just become one of those things it's, where... It, it's true. Because if you went up... If you mastered you were, it. If you could travel at light speed... Right. You would be aging. A year for you would just be one year. One year. But on uh, Earth, it would be seven years, right? I think that's the math one. I was like, is that dog years? 
<laughs> well, maybe I'm saying it wrong. No, but you know, um, but, but that's, you know, you know what, what I mean. I'm, but you know what I'm saying too. It would be it would be almost like going on a plane and like I'm going to go to everyone board now for you know the year 1950 or whatever, and people would just be able to go back and forth. Like it just feels like if we were able to master that and unlock it, it would be as easy as as air travel is today. See, this is why I wish we could get these episodes like in like a day in or two in advance. Exactly. <laughs> then we could break this down or in, in the past. Yes. So, so we have all these questions and we could back them up, you know, with little facts with along the way. Research. Because right now, I, some of the stuff I find fascinating, I see Marissa like looking at a computer like crazy. Yeah. I don't know if she's trying to figure out stuff with us. Marissa, help us out. There's so much stuff here. But let's, I mean, another beautiful part about this series is they talk about lesser known sciences. Mm-hmm. Like uh, John Mitchell, yeah, you know, and he was the one that was he the one that that discovered black holes, describing them as dark stars, invisible mm-hmm. stars. And again, that's another thing too that I find incredible that people were able to realize that, you know, that there are these stars that exist but you can't see them. You know, it's just because they could see the orbit of these other stars. I mean, to, again, that's something that you would think as as an average normal person would never come to that conclusion mm-hmm. that these just, stars were there that. Just through the math and speculation mm-hmm. and whatnot, but it's incredible. It, this is something I have to ask: is this is this the fourth dimension? Is this what's what is what is space time? Oh God, I was reading about that earlier yeah, too, and too. my head started to hurt. Yeah, it takes a uh, multiple sessions to read through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in because I immediately asked because gravity is a deviation of space time. Right, that's what he said on the episode. So, what exactly is space time, mm-hmm. Marissa? She's like, she's like, I just. Flicked. I'm, I'm looking it up. See, when I hear space time, I just think like space time continuum. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. So just like that time compared to the actual spacer and what's relative to it, and you know, I'm just speculating. No, but it, I know that's why I'm like, Marissa, can we switch seats? I will. <laughs> I will switch the. the and you, you come here. We need you here. No, no, but thank you. So. So that's my wonder is space time. Mm-hmm. Like this is the episode black holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know it's... you guys got tons of stuff, and I know Scott. I, well, we were gonna save that for we'll news and gossip. News, yeah. But now, Dylan, did you have anything about black holes, or was it the event horizons that we were gonna talk about? Um. Well, I when they started talking about Cygnus X one, the mm-hmm. uh, first one that we discovered, mm-hmm. um, first black hole, the sure. first black hole that yeah. we discovered. Um. Let's see what I have here. I was looking at a bunch of stuff, so I typed some stuff out to remember. I can talk about it in the meantime. It's, yeah. You know, just the fact about the smaller star kind of being a parasite to the larger mm-hmm. star, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what creates this vacuous. It, it kills the larger star. Is that what the, is that what he was saying to me? Yeah, it's like they have this uh, – it's like an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, you know, very These binary star systems have their own little – off again, on again relationship, and it it's like that very, girlfriend that just keeps you know becomes very unhealthy. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> so see, it, ha- it happens not, even not out me. in the universe. <laughs> it happens out in the universe too. Uh, so that uh, star system with the black hole and it's sucking down that star is about six thousand seventy light years away from Earth. It's, so it's still in our yeah. um, galaxy. It's not too far, and um, the mass of Cygnus X one. Fourteen point eight times the mass of the sun. Think about that. So why I can't? Because <laughs> I can't even think about what the sun is. So I'm like, I, oh, I don't know. And the event horizon spinning around it, the part that's like sucking up the other star, spinning, spinning, is spinning more than eight hundred times a second. 
Okay. Uh, With that said, so are that we in jeopardy of being sucked in by our own See, that's galaxy. what I keep thinking, too. Like, what if we just get sucked in by a black hole any second now? Oh, they did say that one could be as close as, uh, what, 100 light years mm-hmm. away? Oof. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, there so, you go, guys. You all right. Know. So our brains are sucked away by a black hole at any moment. So let's talk about. Now, remember what he said. He said they can't. They don't come to us. We got to go. No, no, we have to go. To that's them. right. That's right. It's so a. It's a think. myth in science fiction. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying. So th- I can say this. I was. I like this episode because the the animation, and I like that <laughs> Doctor Tyson and the spaceship of the imagination mm-hmm. went. And this is why I still say. They're not telling us. That's why I'm still tying everything, traveling through thought. The fact that they're going space time of the imagination, mm-hmm. and that's the next realm of speed beyond light. But what I wanted to say about the animation, and he was in jeopardy. And he's going into the heart of a black yeah. hole, you know. And and this is where we take artistic license to say whatever we see on the other side of it. Because right, what's on the other side? Right. Right. Oh, and and um, the, speaking of the event horizon, because you're talking about what's on the other side of blah. Light emitted from beyond the event horizon. So once you're on the other side and you're inside of it. <laughs> What's happening Ooh. over there? His mom. There's kids oh. on the other side of the book. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're, they're, yelling, they're yelling, at yelling at you like, come um, save us. Anyways, light emitted from beyond the event horizon can never reach the outside observer. So if I'm on the other the side other of the event horizon flashing a flashlight at you, you will never see it because the power of gravity is so strong mm-hmm. and it breaks down the light like he said in the show yeah even light bows to gravity mm-hmm. uh when it's close to black hole mm-hmm. so yeah you could never see anything from that side and they say from what's it said and any object approaching the horizon from the observer side appears to slow down and never quite pass through even though it does but from their because view, because of the light, because of the light, the light can't enter, so it, it kind of warps. It warps your reality. Your reality. And you never see that person never actually. Ma- so you're like, come on, come on. That yeah. guy never makes it to yeah. you, even though he did. But it, also, didn't he? I think he's talked about it in one of his Star Talks that w- once you get into that black hole, like if it was, let's say, us going through it, sure. we would we would be stretched yeah. out. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. I mean, the laws of physics. Laws we don't yeah. even know. Everything There's, is just stretched out. There could be a totally new, different types of undiscoverable laws of physics right now in there that we have no idea. And that's what's so fascinating. Yeah. That that we know so little. The and, and just like last week yeah. we found out about the, the, the beginnings of the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Right? And the gravitational waves and whatnot. But yet this opens a plethora of even more questions and lets us know how misinformed we uninformed, uninformed. we truly are. Yeah. Because then the black holes also would be able to suck in a whole other universes like he was saying too because of the they kind of warp the... Yeah. A black <laughs> hole within a black hole within, within a, black a black hole. It's like Inception. Yeah. Yes. It is. It's, it's <laughs> like, uh, I feel like a South Park episode right now. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so... And I was also... Okay, so the the universe is infinite. And, and I, don't, I don't know if this is Dr. Cacao talking about this. The universe is infinite. However, information is not. So wrap your head around I that. I know. I'm like... What? It, okay, the universe is infinite, and yet it, the, the totality of information is not. So that there is another you elsewhere, so it's repeating itself. Is that when you're getting into the other dimension mm-hmm. thing? Where there's yes. other So this, sorry, I'm... Yeah. Multiverse, yeah, multiverse is like we talked about in a couple episodes ago, but yeah, like other... Yeah, I've heard a theory one time that there's uh, obviously yeah. infinite universes. Yes. Right? And in those infinite universes, there are infinite yous that mm-hmm. exist, but as many... Inf- as many universes as there are you, there are infinite more where you don't exist. 
think about that. But the infinite ones where you do exist, are you doing the same thing? Or is there like a skinnier version of me doing something else right now? <laughs> Working is out. there, yeah, like, <laughs> running, you know, what's going on in those America other... Time. Right. Like, are they doing the exact same thing or are they doing different things? Do they take different directions in life? Like, is so, the sky green there? Like, that's what I want to know now, too. Like, uh, it's a landfill planet. So can we yeah. say uh, <laughs> Dr. Herschel, I mean, he, as his son said, he broke the walls of heaven. Yeah. That's what remember. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, too, that he, he wanted to be like his dad so much and be able to do, like, time travel. But the only way physically possible for him to do it was to, like, help invent the camera. So right, you could remember, which I thought was great too, because I I'd never had thought about it. Yeah, in that in that way before. A picture is is sort of like a form of time travel because it really is. It's like you know taking that instant in time and freezing it. Yeah, and being able to look back. And I do think that's uh, it was oh, a really take a fascinating way. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it is fascinating because you're like, oh, you take a picture and then you know it's there forever kind of thing. So I do think that's kind of cool. And coupling with what you said, then he said someday there'll be a 3D rendering right, of that. Right, a 3D, yeah. What like, uh, I think he means like holograms yeah, and things like that. But we already have those. Well, we you do. went to Coachella? When, <laughs> I think it's like that you would actually, like he was saying, that you'd actually be able to go inside it and be, you know. Maybe he means like virtual reality. Virtual reality, in the sense that you'd be able we to be in some that. Of that too. Yeah, Facebook and Oculus this yeah, week. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we already, the future, can we safely say the future is now? The future is the soon. Future, yeah, I was okay. going to say the future is now. We're now on, it's the future. I think we're on the edge of it. Yeah. Okay, I was going to go edge of glory, Lady Gaga, but I figure I'll quit while I'm behind. Okay, <laughs> so any, any, any final thoughts? Any, anything we might have missed? Anything you want to expand upon on, the, on gravity and, and Dr. Herschel's experience? You know, it was mainly a beautiful story of Dr. Herschel, really, of the, you know, what he discovered. I'm, and remember, he was teaching his son about the footprints, right? Because yeah. his son said... Um, how do you know, like, you don't have any proof, whatever? Mm-hmm. He goes, well, look at the footprints. He goes, you see them, right? Yes. So you know the man exists? Yes. So there you go. Like, you can look at the traces of things, the stars and everything leaves behind. Those are our roadmap, really, our sky mm-hmm. map to figuring all this out. It's just looking at the, all the evidence left behind. And they had a good yeah, quote. Yeah, like the fingerprints, almost, you know, like the crime scene with the fingerprints. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing, you know, you see that there was somebody there. They had a good quote that they tweeted. Uh, Cosmos actually tweeted this quote, and I liked it a lot, so I wrote it down. It says, Look not to the man who has left, but to the footprints he has left behind. I like that. It's deep. I, I want to give it just a moment of silence because that just it stands alone. <laughs> no, no, so in, in coupling that with what we cannot see, you were going to talk about stuff that we thought we didn't see in this, maybe beyond, beyond our known solar system. Oh, yes. And that was in our news and gossip. See, that was a wonky segue, but... It was, but you made it It work. It worked. It worked. I I was actually going to go back and say, you know, that was a chance of being able to give the creationists a little nod there, too. Sort of like things you can't see, but maybe they do exist, so... Trying to help them out here. Look at me with the newspaper, like clipping. Wow, I mean, like you. this is like so. What is that? 1900s. What here. is that? Uh, I know it's crazy. <laughs> what and, kind uh, of app and, is and, that? And the fact that I know it's like, what new tablet is this? Um, and the fact is, I still get it to my house too. Is even crazier. It makes me feel. I'm, I'm not that old, people. I'm really not. Um, <laughs> but there were two interesting stories that uh, that were discovered really this week in space. And one is that there was an asteroid that they discovered that actually had rings. And I know we were talking about this mm-hmm. earlier, too. It's one of the first times that anything besides our four gas planets of Jupiter, Neptune, uh, Uranus, and Saturn, mm-hmm. that there was actually another object out in space that had rings. And this is sort of like a quasi... What did they call it? It was like a quasi-asteroid um, comet type thing. It was pretty cool. And I love the name. It's called 
Chariclo. Ooh. Chariclo. Chariclo. Yes. Uh, and it's a 155-mile-wide rock that orbits the sun that's between Saturn and Uranus. So it's in the same neighborhood as uh, them with, with the uh, rings. As the rings. Yes. They all hang out in the same neighborhood. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's thought to be part comet, part asteroid. So that's pretty cool. Um, I thought that was fascinating. And then the other thing is, is that we were talking about, too, is that there was a dwarf planet that also hints at other objects beyond. And this dwarf planet they actually are lovingly calling Biden right now uh, as the unofficial name until they actually figure that they can discover that it's a real planet or not because it was called 2012 VP113. So it was discovered back in uh, 2012, and it's in the existence of an inner Oort cloud. And remember we were talking about oh, the Oort the clouds, clouds. Mm-hmm. Uh, back from earlier, was it episode two, I think? We've talked about a few, yeah, a few, yeah, few, a few times. Episodes, sure. Um, that it is so far away. It is, um, well, one astronomical unit is the distance between the Earth and the Sun, and this is about 80 astronomical units away from the Sun. So that's wow. seven. Point four billion miles away, so obviously it's a cold, dark, desolate planet. But it's basically opening up the idea of like that there's more out there than we thought in the realm of our solar system beyond Pluto. Right. Um, they had discovered the, the uh, Sedna, which is like a rock um, big enough to qual- qualify as a dwarf planet, like ten years ago. Um, this one's even beyond that too, and it, it hints at the super Earth type thing. Who is that? It? Oh, that's yeah. the. Uh... Asteroid with the rings. Behind. Yeah, she Marissa, oh, Marissa's asteroid. on top yeah, of it. she's on top of it all. Yes, that's, that's, uh, that's Chariclo. 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 I so, love that name. So can you pull, uh, so Marissa, since you're on fire, can you pull up the next one? I'll try. Well, what was the name of that? Biden. It's the dwarf planet Biden. If you put it in there, maybe you'd be able to find it. But yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating because it's, uh, they went on to talk about how it, it, it's, it's this ghost planet that could have a uh, size anywhere from 1 to 20 Earth masses. So it's pretty fascinating. Oh, it's, and it's so far out there. Yeah, speaking of our yeah. Yeah. Full of ghosts, ghost yeah. stars mm-hmm. and everything today. So it's pretty fascinating. Um, guys should definitely look up more on that on uh, Biden. <laughs> you, you've heard of rogue planets, right? They talk about yeah. those before where they um, just pull huge planets out there that right. got slingshotted out into space yep. and now floating alone. Right. The there's rogue planets that have no, they have yeah, no uh, sun, sun to orbit around. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and once again, thank you so much, Scott, for the news. And, you know, Marissa, I don't think we can call this news and gossip because how do you really gossip about the universe? We can uh, gossip about those stars. We talk, start talking about the black holes and black holes and black holes. Well, I was going to say the stars that were having, you know, unhealthy relationships there. Yeah, that's gossip. So there you go. Yeah, that's so, definitely gossip. So ne- thank you so you much, have Scott. A news for thing too. I thought you had something on a planet or something as nah, well. Right. Dylan, you're holding out. No, no, I know no, he no, is no, holding no, out. No. You had something. You're holding I read out to the AfterBuzz TV Nation. It's called a tease for next week, then. Yes. Uh, yeah, tease for next week or Facebook.com slash A Cosmic Perspective. Oh, very right. well. Here's <laughs> right, so Biden. Ooh, oh, there we go. Look at that. Artist rendition. Yeah, <laughs> an artist rendering. See, Marissa, thank you to you. Now, now people are going to start watching us, not just listening to yeah, us. Now because... you have to watch us. Yes. Yes. Get so... the visuals, too. Have to watch. All right, so thank you for news and gossip, Scott. So uh, let's move on to some predictions. What? Do... <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> How do we predict? Did we? Did anyone catch next week's episode? Like the little thirty yes. seconds preview? What'd you get? Yes. I, I missed it. I mean, I, just... I know. I was trying to remember it. Now. My head. Was <laughs> I know. I'm like in wait. the process of exploding. I'm trying to remember what it was now. I did see it. I know they talked about. They were showing some um, animals. On they were talking Earth. about Earth again. Yes. Um, and some of the ancient no. civilizations. Oh, ancient civilizations. Are you talking yes. about that? So that'll be fun. Oh, they were, <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah, I love ancient civilizations. <laughs> I do too. Um, they were talking about. Like the first burning of a book. 
Okay, now I'm just going to make stuff up. Yeah, they were talking about uh, stars, <laughs> and they were talking about planets Black and clouds. stuff in between. But Black holes. Since we're, our, our brains are cooked, yes. <laughs> this is, um, oh, I'm going to tell people, if you want, you still need more science fiction in your life, check out the movie Sunshine by Danny yes, Boyle. Before he made it big with... Uh, yes, it was right before Sun, uh, Dog Millionaire. Slumdog, so, good you like Sunshine? It's a really good movie. See, it uh, makes you think. Or yep. since we were talking about Event Horizons, watch Event Horizons. There you go. <laughs> what if I told you? Sorry, that's my horrible Lawrence Fishburne. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. So, Scott, thank you once again for the news and yeah. everything you bring. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. That's SMAN80. And here on Monday nights for Archer and Chosen. And after Buzz TV Nation, please ask Dylan to come back. Please, we need him here every week. So, Dylan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance, or you can check out Facebook.com slash A Cosmic Perspective. Cosmic Perspective. Ooh. And, Marissa, thank you for putting up with yes, us. Yes, thank you. Yay, thanks, Marissa. Great visuals. Where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Excellent. And you can find me at JC Rubio TV on Instagram and Twitter. So, for Dylan, Marissa, Scott, I'm JC. We're your after show for Cosmos. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.